All right, welcome everyone to the second podcast. Uh, welcome. It's John and Blake here. We have our first ever guest on the podcast with us, Mr. Cameron Bennett. Cameron, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, my name is Cam Bennett. Uh, I go to the University of Miami from Atlanta, Georgia, majoring in finance, with a minor in film, real estate, and advertising. I didn't realize your minor was that big. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot going on. But that's good. It's broad. Like, yeah. Take How do those go path. together? You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Is but, it like you know, a passion thing? Yeah, it's kind of just like yeah. a passion thing. It's like I'm giving myself opportunity and like flexibility to yeah. go down different routes and stuff like that. So I feel that because I'm I'm majoring in finance and it's kind of confusing at yeah. the same time. So it's like those are almost polar opposites. Yeah. So one yeah. thing I've. I want to come back to your minor, so don't let me forget it. But for one sure. thing that I've, I was thinking about recently about, like, you know how some people say, like, um, you know, dumb people, well, not dumb, okay, that, that sounds mean, but, like, the saying is, like, dumb people are focused on things, like, medium people are focused on people, and smart people are focused on ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've ever heard that yeah, saying. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I told you that. Yeah, you might have told me that. But <laughs> what, And so philosophy is evidently about ideas, like, obviously. But I've also wondered about, like, some, you know, some of the smartest people that you ever, like, meet are in, like, finance, like, your right. major and your major, you know, or, like, in investment banking or whatever, and that made me wonder, like, is money an idea, or is that, like, a thing? Because, like, you, you could treat it as both, because it's, like, a I lot feel of like conceptual it's, parts of yeah, finance. Yeah, yeah. So, it's got to be an idea. It's, like, a lot of mental math. That I mean, math do. is, like, just, I guess, it's generally an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But also, I feel like it depends on a person, too. Yeah. Because, you know, like, some people... They just literally just want to just, see the money. You exactly. know what I'm saying? They like cash, you yeah. know, as opposed to like, more, like. No, I'd say I'd say it's at a high level, mostly ideas. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you get to the college level or like beyond, like there's some doing. there's some parts of finance where it's like spreadsheets. So that's like things. Yeah, more right. So, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like film though generally is about like you know ideas mainly. Like for mm-hmm. instance, when we were just talking about prisoners, right. like. Prisoners, all the stuff that I looked into it, that's about, like, it, the movie itself is about, like, morality. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. how you can, like, turn bad. So, like, do you feel I like... I haven't seen Prisoners. Can you explain to me before we yeah, start? Explain that. So explain it. So, You've seen it the, the yeah, most so recently. Yeah, I, I just saw it. I don't want to ruin it for you because it's, it's seriously worth a watch. It's pretty much about, like, a guy, Hugh Jackman's daughter is... Um, kidnapped and it's pretty much about his like descent into like evil and the th- and the stuff he does to try and like get her back and stuff like that and he's a very like Christian man and stuff like that and he's reciting a bible verse to open up the movie before he like shoots a deer because he's like a he I think he's like a, a plumber an electrician or something he's like a handyman yeah. super Christian yeah super Christian and like um, all that kind of stuff and it's kind of his descent into madness and then also Jake Gyllenhaal is the detective on the case and he's like he has it's 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 not um, like ever really clearly said in the movie, but he obviously has kind of a past of being like messed up a little bit, and it's about like what he will do to I guess almost try and like rectify that past or or something, mm-hmm. you know? Because he has all those like occult tattoos on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like in your film classes, like it's do you guys talk mainly about like the ideas of film or like the more like technicalities, or is it both? Um, it's a little of both. I mean, it depends on the class, you know, like. My screenwriting classes is more the, you know, like the morality type the ideas and the themes idea. and the motifs and stuff like that. Whereas, like, the actual, you know, hands-on classes where you're filming stuff, you're editing, like, those those classes, it's more just, like, mm-hmm. straight up. You know? And I feel like, like, one of your favorite movies and a movie that you showed me 
love. You yeah. Know? Like, that movie is, like, super... I've seen this either. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, super, it's not for everybody, I can say that. Yeah. It's, um... Is it about love? Definitely. <laughs> to say yeah. the least. To say the least, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's just, like, incredibly, like, graphic. It's, like... Almost it's like very a, raw. Yeah, it's almost, like a, love, it's almost like it's almost like a it's, like it's, horror. No, no, it's no, almost like, like a porn movie yeah. almost. You know, oh, but really? it's like it's but also ah. it's, it's it's very artistic at the okay. same time. It's, like, yeah, for sure. Like yeah. The, the movie posters and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not just like eye candy. It's a definitely not. It's no. it's not like it's not like sexual or arousing to the viewer at all. It's just really like one of those things where it's like it's it's an art. It it's it's a piece of art what you're seeing right. on the screen, but also there's so much like emotional charge behind exactly. each there's scene a, there's, a, there's a whole story that you follow and you just get and so the characters the, the, it's it's really just like two characters and yeah. they're both like really really complex and well written very french new wave yeah okay. <laughs> when is was that it, movie made is it a new movie it's relatively new i mean i think like it, it seems like definitely since two yeah something since like 2010 yeah, or something yeah, yeah. um yeah but sounds sounds like yeah, something no. i need to watch yeah it's very it's very artistic, you know, the compositions of all the shots and stuff like that, mm -hmm. the framing. Yeah. Like if you really pay attention to that and get past just what you're seeing, then you can really appreciate it. I feel like it's that cool how the technical and the thematic aspects can like come together in exactly. that way. Like Oh you, yeah. You have a certain shot that's red and it like stands well, for whatever red Exactly. I was gonna say exactly. color is like the best a lot of that in that movie. Color is yeah. the best example of how like thematic and technical um, effects can like be combined to have like a larger effect like for instance Breaking Bad like if I don't know if you've ever seen the color palettes throughout the yeah. seasons of each character oh, but they changes colors mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Walt, Walt progressively gets darker um, but there are also certain colors that like are pinned to certain characters because of like who they are um, and okay Walt's color palette changes the most because you know like in the, like in the first episode he says like chemistry is the science of change and like the whole oh, show yeah. is about change with him that's so you know? cool I know it's so cool but then also Marie is like the least changing character she's kind of the same she the whole purple thing. the whole and time and she wears purple yeah. the entire time yeah literally the entire time and then you have certain things like yellow is supposed to signify like um, meth and like the meth business and stuff like mm. that and how Jesse will wear that at certain times or whatever um and so yeah that's 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 the thing is though is although once you know it it seems obvious like oh wow that's kind of beating you over the head with it you would never know unless you like looked into it right or you were like inside the head of vince gilligan or whoever you know yeah exactly very interesting that's like i don't know that's when when you have stuff like my all of my favorite if someone asks like what's your favorite show i feel like it's more like me or like most people to say something that is more like thematic you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but yeah. also like some of the stuff like what was that movie that we watched at your house that um the the like animated movie where it was just like a bunch it was like crazy like each level the dude had to like beat a new like you know what i'm talking about you um, um love death and robots no 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 um, not love that although that too but it was um oh uh ganso yeah ganso, yeah, ganso. Yeah. yeah like yeah, that yeah. like that is equally as enjoyable there's nothing like wrong with that being your favorite movie but a lot of people like to i guess like seem smarter or more like well cultured by saying mm -hmm. like certain thematic things are there for me it's like a mood thing like right if i don't want to have to think while i'm watching something i won't turn on break exactly Bad, you know exactly i feel that too yeah 100 yeah. percent. like it's... sometimes i just want to sit back and just look at something that looks nice it looks good yeah and the best... sounds good or yeah. something like that yeah or if sure. you want both you can watch midnight gospel <laughs> oh my <laughs> midnight gospel is easily both what a show yeah. The the one that we the one that I watched with you where the the bird on the dude's like 
shoulder or whatever is like his psyche you know yeah, he's yeah, in the yeah, prison yeah. he can't talk yes, and he's in yes, a loop yes like that, that is was, that th- that for that opens up your mind a little bit yeah. a little bit after every episode i just had a a new insight on life yeah exactly like, especially after like the last so what one. do you know like the actual like history behind that show like is that an actual podcast and they just so, add visuals yeah, to it or i think so it's duncan russell duncan russell yeah 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 he has really? his own russell show duncan, one of russell them. yeah one of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's been on the joe rogan podcast really? a couple yes. times but yeah, he also yeah. has his own podcast. so who is he i think he's an actor maybe or maybe he's, he's like just an, an actor, internet personality writer, comedian maybe yeah he's yeah. a comedian definitely oh he's a comedian yeah um he, yeah i mean the show is just like and it's funny because the visuals right don't really have anything to do with what they're talking about yeah but they but somehow sometimes do find yeah. a way to connect them yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm yeah, like, the uh, second episode deals a lot with the fear of death, and, like, right. the whole time, they're, like, getting mashed up in this meat grinder, and just, like... Yes. I remember this one moment, they're, like, on the conveyor belt mm-hmm. on the way towards dying in this yeah. giant fire, and as soon as, like, they go into the fire, he says, okay, fine, or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, that's supposed to be you coping with death, or... Yeah, I feel like that was, an, like, a theme in the last episode, too, is when he was talking with his mom. I haven't seen that last one. We should watch that. Bet. Have you seen that one? No. I haven't seen... I've only seen, like, three of them. Okay, so the last one, it's basically... I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, he's talking with his mom, and the podcast is, like, three weeks before his mom is about to die. And so, like, it's basically her talking about how she's coped with the fact that she's going to die. Right. And at some point, like, in life, like, you're going to die. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of just, like, the theme wow. throughout the whole episode. And yeah. afterwards, like... You just like think about it first right like especially I, I feel like i guess the first one was like that too right in some ways yeah yeah no because the song at the end is like first you live then you die <laughs> yeah. and then you find out that the zombies are happier mm-hmm. right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i forgot about that part like once yeah. they get bit they're actually happier yeah this requires you to have seen the episode but yeah. it's um yeah i feel like also so like one i don't know if i've talked to you about this john but karen one of my friends at school um, Nick Lee took a class called um, Rational Choice and Happiness, and like the whole mm. cl- the whole class was about like if you have never s- experienced that exact situation before, can you like rationally make a decision? And that is like kind of what I was thinking about with like wow. with like it's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, you, if you think about it, you could take an example like okay, say I want to go to Willie's and order burrito, right? Like I get the same burrito every time, but that isn't the exact sa- same situation. Um, that I've been in before like I've, I've not been that same amount hungry it like could have rained the, pr- the past time I was there and it's sunny this time like I might be wearing a hat last time and I wasn't this time so you're not in the exact same and your mental like the stuff you're thinking about right before you order isn't the exact same mm-hmm. so since you've never ever experienced any like choice the exact same as a previous one can it be rational you know what I'm saying because like you, you know what I'm saying and so mm-hmm. anyways I feel like as young people like the the idea of death is so it, because it's not pressing necessarily like on right. us is so like incomprehensible that it's hard for us to even conceive of and i feel like art like music or mm-hmm. like movies sometimes is like the best way to put our brains in that mental state so right. that you can start thinking about it that makes like sense. in midnight gospel or whatever i've heard sense. i've heard um jordan peterson talk about learning from the experience of others to save yourself pain and I feel mm-hmm. like that can definitely apply to this situation. Like, you can definitely make a rational choice based on someone who has made that same 
decision before you. Right, right, right. And then you can kind of expect a certain result. Or that. even it's kind of like history repeating itself. Like yeah, you learn from that's history why you study to history. Not yeah, right. and it's the like mistakes even past. in that example I gave, like when you're at Willie's ordering the burrito, like probably ninety five percent of the decision you're making is the same kind of decision that you were before. But like that doesn't so maybe it's not 100% rational but it's like mostly rational and that's why you study history because others have like gone through that and you can like learn from them you know makes sense. and if that's the case I guess you're probably never making the same choice twice right in that's, your entire life that's kind of right? what that that's crazy class about. implies yeah. yeah which I feel like that, that <laughs> that's literally what it, it is the exact physical same but I guess your brain wouldn't be you're not the thinking, same state, exactly most likely and that's that's one of those things that our brains like do to help us out like in life because the world Reference is so past situations yeah and yeah. i mean the world is and just like kind of create like a schema and focus on certain things like the world is so incredibly complex like if you if your brain was to actually focus on every single sensation that we're feeling right now like your butt press, pressed against the chair like the birds chirping right now like every single thing focus. in your vision you wouldn't be able to focus you know what i'm saying so yeah. your brain like focuses on kind of what it needs to so i feel like that's kind of the same with decision making yeah um, it's definitely one of our greatest tools i think is yeah as creatures and also like when we talk about um like certain like artists you know having an influence on like putting us in certain like mental states or whatever like that like that's why i think it's interesting how like when an artist dies like people like are super super upset about it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like like for instance like when, when mac, mac miller, miller died yeah that was that, that was that exactly or like when juice world dies or like whoever um you don't like you know you had no personal real ties to that person but you still felt it but yeah it's time. and it's because like somehow some way like through their music and that's it's a combination of like the actual like music and synth and everything mm -hmm. as like in addition to the lyrics exactly. or if it's like a director like even if like quentin tarantino died like although you kind of see his stuff as more like visually pleasing like mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that kind of just gives you a new perspective on life like that right. would be emotional you exactly. know what i'm saying exactly who would you Did say you that have a dream the other day what? Do you mind if I share this? Go ahead. Yeah. I don't I think you probably don't want me to share this. Go, but I anyways, don't care. <laughs> you told me the other day you had a dream that you met Jordan Peterson and then he died or something. And then oh yeah, you woke no, up no, no, extremely no. emotional. No, I the dream was that I met Jordan Peterson and that like and that it was like strange meeting him in real life and like seeing his his mannerisms and stuff like that because I like was I've just known him like through kind of a medium of like YouTube or whatever. Um, and that like it was just of like I was emotion in the dream I was like emotional you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. um, like I was like crying when I met him because it was just like one of those things where it's like you kind of almost put these people on such a pedestal but also like it doesn't mean they're any like different from you or whatever like I could have like any of us could grow up to be that person for someone else right. you know what I'm saying it's kind of like a circle of life type thing which movie-wise like Lion King dude that yeah. movie like that 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 is it's, such an understated so simple, movie oh it's, it's like, so complex so deep, it's an yeah. archetypal story you know what I'm saying yeah. like about like redemption and like you know coping with death and like mm -hmm. you know leaving a legacy right all that stuff it's a lot Disney smart man dude Disney yeah some of the Disney movies are insane it's crazy you know what's crazy going back to like dreams and stuff yeah um it's just weird I feel like like sometimes in dreams you know you see faces sometimes you don't mm -hmm. you hear voices sometimes you don't yeah. yeah and then every time you wake up i mean not every time but most of the time you don't remember it right and but every time have, you think it's real too and every time you think it's real like last night i had this crazy dream i could barely explain it to you right now but <laughs> i just remember in that moment it felt so real i felt like i was in that moment yeah living through it yeah 
I used to be super into lucid dreaming, and I, oh, I really want to know like the scientific implications of lucid dreaming because it seems to go against a lot of what people think about dreams is that they're indistinguishable between like dreams and right, reality. Right, right. Yeah. But like I remember some of the triggers that could get you to like realize it's a dream is are like um, like your yeah Fingers, that yeah you and count, also like yeah. light switches don't work. Mm -hmm. So like no what you're way. supposed to do in order to lucid dream more frequently is like do these reality checks so like in real life you like flick on a light switch every 10 minutes mm -hmm. and then like you're supposed to do that same behavior in your dream and then it, like if it doesn't happen in the dream it triggers gotcha. your, bri your brain to like think oh i'm in a dream right now right wow you know i've had like one really weird lucid dream one time you had a lucid dream yeah so like, were you like right about to wake up, or do you do you remember? No, like I remember everything. So basically, like I woke up, like I was dream, like I was dreaming. Woke up, got ready for school, got in the car, started driving, and then like I hit traffic, like right by my house, like on this bridge, and all of a sudden, like I see this nuke heading for Atlanta. Whoa. You told me the story. I told you this, yeah. And I was like, well, this is the end of us. <laughs> and I just, you know, I just kind of like accepted it. But then I actually woke up and started doing these same exact, exact same thing. things. So weird. And then I got you to got that to spot and I was waiting for it. And as soon as I didn't see it and it kept passing, I was like, all right, well, This is not the good. dream, yeah. Yeah. It I feel like I've had those weird. dreams where I like am ready to go to school and like I'm in the car and then I wake up and it's 7.30. Yeah. <laughs> like so many times. Yeah. I yeah, feel like you just get suck. so into that habit of just waking up for school every single day mm -hmm. at the same time. You go do the same thing. Yeah. And it just becomes... It's ingrained so your subconscious at that point. Exactly. That's why you're able yeah, to dream it. Exactly. Like the... Um, I've heard a lot of different things about what dreams are, though. Like what? Like, yeah, I want to hear this. Like, some people think it's a representation of the daily events. Some people think it's uh, your subconscious telling you what you need to work on in your life. Like, Interesting. I'm not sure I don't what know the right answer is. I, yeah, I don't think... Personally, I don't know if it's if you can pinpoint it to only one of those things. Yeah, I think it's right. just like it is certainly manifestations of certain like subconscious processes, um, which that's actually one of the things that um, didn't fill of mind right. In that, well, yeah. Well, also, I was just what, since I'm reading the Undiscovered Self by Jung, oh, Cameron. Yeah. So like Carl Jung is um, he's like the quote unquote the father of like psychoanalysis. Like I guess him and Freud kind of. Okay, so like yeah. he he like worked with Freud, but isn't like necessarily as taboo or whatever mm -hmm. um but pretty much what he said is like certain fantasies and what comprise of a lot of the like archetypal stories or whatever are like infantile and when it means infantile um it's like stuff that like children have you know yeah. um, but what he thinks that like those stories are created from are like evolutionary instincts that we have so like certain evo like you have an evolutionary instinct to eat or to ne or maybe be aggressive or like have sex or something like that and he thinks that like certain archetypal stories are like almost dreamlike creations of those instincts that we have and so i think that that's like almost like cer certain things like lion king like when you say that's like a um archetypal story or like certain people like jordan peterson will argue that that's an archetypal story that's like if you extrapolate jung's idea out to its like logical conclusion that means that like that idea and I guess all archetypal stories and ideas are like evolutionary, evolutionarily ingrained in us. You know what I'm saying? And so in my um, seminar and comedy class that I took um, in the fall semester, I wrote a paper on like evolutionary, 
characters because I, I kept feeling like in these comedy stories, especially in plays, um, you know, like we, I just felt like they were the same kind of like type characters. And you, you know, that's kind of a, a, a thing that you see like in movies or whatever, like you'll see, um, the kind of like beta male guy in like a mm-hmm. rom-com or whatever right. that like the, that is super nice to the girl and like mm-hmm. is, is her best friend or whatever but yeah. like the girl but doesn't like him at all her, yeah. yeah secretly loves yeah, her yeah, the yeah. girl doesn't like him at all or whatever yeah. is that a until product, the end <laughs> is that a product of evolution or is it just the fact that humans have a limit to their creativity like ooh, like they know? would just kind of repeat each other yeah repeat the same stories i feel like I feel like, yeah, you're right about that. Like, you, we kind of just see the same stories. And I've heard that a lot, actually. Yeah. Because there's only so much to the human so, experience exactly. that people can relate to. So, mm-hmm. like, or that our brains are capable of, like, articulating and understanding, and, you know? Yeah, That's, yeah. like, I, I watched um, a video the other day when this, like, a guy, like, a probably young 20s guy was asking Jordan Peterson, like, he read Nietzsche, and Nietzsche said, like, pretty much all academics are frauds because they are just repeating different ideas or combining different ideas, and they're not, like, having original ideas. Um, and so the guy was saying, like, that makes me have almost, like, a distrust for, like, my teachers and stuff or my professors in college because, like, what they're teaching me isn't, like, you know, original or new. It's just mm-hmm. passed down. They're just a carrier. And even though they right. hold this degree or, like, they stayed in school for six years to get a Ph.D., they're just, like, pretty much the carrier of some information, you know? Right. Why and, is that, like, cause to distrust, though? I don't understand that part. Yeah, I don't I, – I guess, I guess the person that, like, had almost, like, put – their professors on like a pedestal of like this you know like the maximal um in, like, like intellectual couriers of knowledge exactly yeah, yeah. and that's in, in my um intro to cognition class one of the things we talked about was like expertise and like how you can become an expert mm-hmm. and what my teacher said i don't know 10, if this was hours yeah exactly no no exactly so the ten thousand hours thing um i don't know if this was my teacher's like arguments or like it's rooted in fact like he obviously cited studies um to prove it but pretty much what he was saying is like you can't come up with an uh, original creation or piece until you've studied something for ten thousand hours or like 10 years so he was saying like you could have a child prodigy at piano that can like at six years old just like play mozart perfectly or whatever Mm -hmm. but that kid isn't an expert at piano because like what constitute being an expert is having an original contribution to the field right you know what i'm saying if he would have you know, made his own song or something. Right. It's completely different than anybody else. You know, he's not taking from Bach or Mozart or whatever. Right. Like, it's his own right. music. But that and... also makes me think, like, for instance, like, if, like, Cameron, if you were, like, working on a movie or something right. like that, or, like, even, like, photography or something, and you had something that, like, no one had ever seen before. Exactly. Like, is that original and therefore, like, makes you an expert bypassing the 10,000 years thing? Or does that mean that, like, it's just a perspective that no one else has seen that is still derived from... Like the, the your influences. It's interesting to think about. I mean, like I still think it's original because, at the same time, like you're not taking from anybody. But I can't. I wouldn't say like you're an expert on it. Right. You know, like until you have mastered that craft or like your own craft and like you've, you know, shown everybody like that's what this is, mm-hmm. and that's like your own piece of art or whatever it is then then you become that expert in it right you know what i mean right what i'm also thinking about is like kind of moving on um to a different idea is like once you travel like that just gives you such different yeah you just get a whole different you get a whole different perspective on art like lifestyle like you know routine like yeah tradition everything it's just like and like that's one thing like i've always appreciated about travel Mm. and um one of my favorite quotes is like it goes like 
the only cure to ignorance is it's travel. Yeah. You yeah. Know, because like, why are we ignorant? Because you don't know. Well, if you travel, then you get to learn. You get to experience mm-hmm. those things. And that honestly helps you become like a more, at least to me, it like helps you become person. like a whole person, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. You have a literally more globalized perspective. Exactly. I really want to travel. I haven't been able to do that yet. Yeah. Cameron, what, what's some of your favorite places that you've been? Because um, you've traveled a lot. I've traveled, yeah. I mean, a little bit. But uh, Hong Kong, obviously, yeah. like, that was amazing. That you was know? insane. Gosh, please tell me about Hong Kong. Uh, Hong Kong, what a trip. So it was just Blake, Kyle, one of our friends, and then me. It was just us. Mm-hmm. us and that's three. what was crazy is we had we had Y'all graduated had no high school. We had, four, just we had graduated high school four weeks prior. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. And we were there for Kyle's 18th birthday. Right. Like he was 17 <laughs> when we hopped on that plane, and um, and it was just us. And like, oh, what, what was crazy How'd is you get around taxis yeah. walk like they speak english there? dude, they, dude had, they speak english which is nice except really? for some of the taxi drivers which it also depends on the with, but, yeah. it depends on the it depends on the like district that you yeah, go to or whatever yeah, so like depends. you know how in atlanta we have like like we have, like, d- like dunwoody buckhead downtown yeah, sure, yeah. whatever like it they have like just different districts and it's like the business district yeah and then they have like the entertainment and like is, fun yeah, district go over to like kowloon yeah kowloon like that, that. that was like kowloon, shopping like, was kowloon no what was the was kowloon the one right across like the bay or was that the the that like right casino the one that was right across the bay. what was, was the casino one? that was macau macau was yeah in. so that that was pretty much vegas it's like vegas. an entire oh, district of the city like the is southeast vegas. asian vegas basically yeah it's insane so and and, and what's Were y'all crazy old is enough to do all that like no nah, you can't it's so expensive until, uh, 21 21 there yeah oh really yeah oh, but um, and we um, I mean you could like drink and stuff like that oh really when we went uh, it was also cool because to get to Macau like literally because oh, yeah, so so sick. Hong Kong <laughs> picture like a giant city like Chicago or New York or whatever but there's mountains surrounding it mm-hmm. and an ocean in the middle but when yeah. I say an ocean it's like a bay but it's super deep and like there's waves and stuff. But anyways, so what that means is to get anywhere, you have to take ferries, like to get to Kowloon, which is like the entertainment district, yeah. or like where we went to dinner for Cal's birthday, or like mm-hmm. um, if you want to see a movie or something, you have to take like a 10 minute ferry. And to get to Macau, they have this like boat like that is like, foil. yeah, and oh, it, really? it's like yeah. a what is plane. It's, it's, it's like a boat where it's like they oh, have, that comes up on like two skis, basically going like 80 miles, yeah. 80 knots or whatever it is. It's yeah. crazy. And it's like you, um, that's dangerous. It's, not really because it's, it's, it's like a plane it. dude it's so smooth because you get in they have like a gate for 80 each knots that's yeah. so fast it's whatever it is i don't know if it's 85 <laughs> no it, it 80 probably was dude it was you were knots, flying but, but you're on it for like an hour yeah. and like you know you have seats and it it looks like an airplane like all that stuff um so that's what's great like it's like a whole different world it is it, that's what i'm dude, saying so advanced. that's the thing about alien world so advanced over there it's it's but crazy. also okay it's, it's like an alien world but also like the first like when we got there and we took like some of those pictures up on the mountain like in the business district where we were staying yeah you know like the train getting up there was ske- like i was freaked oh, yeah. it was out like, old, like old really? rickety train yeah, and you're on a like an actual mountain, mountain like, like it's like, terrifying yeah. um that sounds like nightmare fuel yeah yeah a little like, bit did you think it was gonna go backwards at, like, yeah yeah no. yeah it, it felt times, like a roller coaster yeah. like <laughs> yeah you're literally sitting like you get on the train and like you should be sitting down if you're not sitting down you will fall down you, yeah exactly. you'll, you'll just fall you'll back, have to hold like, on yeah like, um but yeah that trip and like what was cool is i feel like we all experienced like a lot of different things like we had yeah. what felt like Americanized fun, like going to like, exactly. the clubs yeah, and like they're playing yeah. American American music and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And all the clubs there, like 18. What was um, the food like? 
food was amazing. Yeah, we we like, tried the local food. Yeah, there, yeah, there's no like American food there. Like there was like, like a couple McDonald's. But yeah. like it's different over there. It's they they have a different menu. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'd um, be eating the whole time. I swear, dude. No, it's we interesting had the, though, those, those steamed dumplings that we had. You know what I'm talking about? The Did you eat street food? Stuff? We didn't we, get to. We didn't even like go to like a street market like that. Uh-uh, it like, kind of sucks, but yeah. Um, one thing is it was like so hot. Like I didn't expect that. Yeah, like it's we're very like, humid and tropical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, ridiculously. Um, but it's crazy. Like it's kind of like a like a melting pot almost. Yeah. Like when we went out, like you'd see people from France. It's a melting Belgium, pot of people Germany, and opportunities because, like, like I was yes, like the clubs, but also like going to the Buddha. That was by far my favorite memory. Oh, that so, was dope. so John, like we took a taxi probably like half an hour away to yeah. this place where they have like a a gondola like you, like a like picture like a ski gondola except mm-hmm. you're in there for like 40 minutes and you're thousands of feet in there like yeah. so high up and it like it was literally just us right mm-hmm. we were just like sitting there and we we're looking down like oh my gosh and in, it, like, it's like in the mountains there's like a lake in the valley like between the mountains below yeah. you and you're going up and you just go higher and higher up and then you get to this little like town almost that's like mm-hmm. up on the mountain and they actually had like a pizza hut there i think we ate yeah they had like a subway like a pizza yeah hut, it was like funny top of the mountain. yeah, yeah, yeah at the top of the so mountain funny, and then they have they know the americans are coming yeah, up there of course, of but then course, there's like know? a this huge was it copper or like it was some like all metal oh. buddha like oh yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and it was like a, like a hundred percent metal and there's like a like 200 steps to get up and there you mm-hmm. know you see american like but you see like american people are like just foreigners like just go up there and take a bunch of pictures like and we did but down. then you see people that are praying yeah, up every monks, single step like on you know every single step they yeah. stop every wow. step on the that's way so up cool. one step wow. yeah so we get cool. to we got to see like the temples with like ten thousand gold buddhas in there and stuff like that it was amazing dude it's, it's crazy because like i had never like really been out like i'd never really been out of the country or gone on any like foreign trip except mm. that and that was like just such a shock you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so, how long really were you there? Just like that. a week? Five, yeah, like five, five days, days or something like that. So you, you didn't have time for the whole culture shock thing. No, yeah. It, I don't even think it was ever really a culture shock because there's it's almost and we're so with western. each other. Yeah, you know we were with saying? each other, but it's almost so westernized that it's just like it's yeah. not weird. Like we have random people come up to us and be like, "Yo, what's up, guys? Like, where are you guys from?" Yeah, we. Oh, really? oh like, and just sound, when Cameron's yeah, like, talking what? about the melting pot, like they sound American too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're Chinese. Yeah, and we um. When we were at the huh, at the clubs, we yeah, met people really from all other like countries. We met people yeah. from Australia, Bro, Germany. So it was so funny. There was this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we were out one night, and this dude, six ten, lost six eyes. Six ten, with me. literally. He was like, "You, my brother, <laughs> you're tall like me." And your then we just hung out with him the rest of the night. We just chose him. He's from Germany. This is random German dude. Really? I don't even know his name. Like just and. <laughs> Yeah, and we were, like, going to all the different clubs and stuff with them. Like, it was crazy. It was interesting, though, because, like, we were in this one bar, and then, like, 20, 30 police came in with dogs and stuff. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, it's because there was prostitution going on in there. No, there's prostitution. I was going to ask, was there prostitution? Oh, yeah. Yes, That's a big problem there, right? Oh, Oh, really bad. In the clubs, in all the clubs. In the clubs, like, you see the pimps. It was so obvious. You're like, dude, you're walking around with a suit on in here. No one else has a suit on. It's a little dive bar. Like, what are you doing, dude? But, uh, and these girls will start coming up and talking to you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Blake had a couple experiences yeah. with that. <laughs> oh, do uh, tell. Well, just like these girls just like really flirting hard with you. Yeah. And being like, hey, like, and, and they're way older than you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, so it's super weird. It's, yeah. It's very obvious, yeah. you know? Yeah. But And also what's cool about like that was also just like the physical location mm-hmm. of 
the the clubs and the bars because like what it, they call it in in Hong Kong, John, is like the mid levels. They yeah, call it the mid levels. It's literally, it's literally midway, midway up the mountain. Yeah. So it's like you t- that like you can still drive a car up there and stuff like that. Like we would take taxis or we yeah, walked we one of the nights or something. Dude, no, listen, one of the nights. That's not where we went with Kyle. <laughs> so we 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 went up there. We took a taxi, and then we were like, "Oh, it's not that far. Let's just walk back." Oh, dude, dude it, we were sweating mistake. so hard. It Wait, was did like Kyle, dude. like not come with you guys to things. Oh yeah, one of the nights. Oh, so well, okay. So listen to the story. So listen. <laughs> so we had been out all day basically, and this was like what that. I think Thursday? that was the day we went to the Buddha. Yeah, that it was, was the day we went to the Buddha. So we'd so been we're out tired, and we were tired, and all the sun and stuff had killed us. And we were like, all right, let's just get some food, maybe go to the pool for a little bit, and then let's just head back to the to the um, hotel, hotel yeah. room and then just take a nap for like a little bit. So we, we do all that and we get back to the we room around like- We nap at like, eight, like eight, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. 8 yeah. or 9. And I'm like, all right, but let's wake up at like 10, oh. 10, 30, 11, whatever it is. And then we can like- Figure it out, yeah. Yeah, we can figure it out and then head to the clubs and bars and stuff. So- we we all fall asleep and and then I wake up, look at my phone and I go, oh crap, it's twelve thirty. Dude, no, it was one a.m. and I was like, oh man, like we're kind of late. Like I feel like everything's probably popping right now. Like already are like gonna die down soon because we know we hadn't been there. We don't know right, the area. Yeah. So I sprint over to their room where they're sleeping. And I'm like, yo, Kyle, wake up, wake up, dude, wake up. Come on, we gotta go. Like, let's get ready. Let's start like drinking and stuff. Let's go. He looks at the clock slowly, like grabs. It. <laughs> Turns out, my like, Kyle, it's one a.m. Like he's still like looking. He's like, nah, I'm too tired, and goes back to sleep. So I was like, all right, screw it. So I go over to Blake and I wake him up. I'm like, yo, Blake, get up. I'm like, bro, please, like, just we come with me go. to. We gotta yeah. go to the bars. Like we're here once. Like let's just go. Mm-hmm. So then Blake's like, all right, all right, give me a second. So then you know we start drinking and we. This is at 1 a.m. This is at 1 a.m., bro. So then we go downstairs. We go to the taxi. I'm like, yo, can you take us to the mid-levels? They have Tesla taxis, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, all their cars, ridiculous. Is it like government-funded taxis or something? Oh, I have no. No, those are their Ubers. Oh, yeah, the Ubers. Those are their Ubers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Ubers are like... Is it like a different system? Yeah, what is that? Paintballs, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Like, they can only drive, what, two, three days out of the week or something like that. Yeah. They can't have... The area is so nice. Like, everybody either has tesla sports cars yeah like all the high-end sports cars like that's all you see and then you see the taxis like there's nothing else but anyways yeah so we took the taxi so anyways we go down to the taxi and i'm like yo can you take us to the mid-levels dude's like what i'm like yeah do not speak english drinking the bars (laughs) dancing the fun all that he's like (laughs) so i'm like i'm not trying to get lost in a random taxi like i don't know the way there so I, I go over to the bellhop. I'm like, yo, can you help us out? Like, the mid-levels, can you take us there? You know, like, tell him. And yeah, like, he's yeah. like, oh, he's translator. Yeah. He was like, mid-levels, like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not trying to, like, get right. lost in Hong Kong tonight. So, anyways, I'm, like, trying to explain to him, like, you know, like, drinking, fun, people, and dancing. And he's like, oh, a party. And <laughs> he's like, okay, long way fong, long way fong. And just tells that to the driver. <laughs> So Blake and I look at each other and we go, where are we going? All right, I guess where we're going we there. Yeah, then, we... So I tell Blake, I go, listen, as long as we make a right at this street, I know we're good. So we get to the street and I'm like, please, please, please make this right. And he finally makes it right. And then I was like, all right, we're, we're good. good. We're and then good. we ended up there and we had a, we had a dope night. That was, so, yeah, that was really fun. Nah, it was cool. But, uh, and it was like World Cup 
while we oh, were there. Oh, I forgot about so, like, that. While we there was were a World out, Cup going while on. While we were out, like, games cos- were like on the TV because it's like that's amazing. 2 p.m. wherever else. So like, everyone's like cheering. Yeah, yeah. everybody so was cheering. Oh, it was so gosh. dope. It was so lit, bro. Yeah. That's the trip of a lifetime. It, it was. We were like, so lucky, dude. Shouts so out, lucky. Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, um, but yeah, so Hong Kong, definitely. Argentina, that was amazing. Oh, uh, wait, when did you go there? I went there like the week before spring break, my senior year. Mm-hmm. It's like a school trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we went there in like Brazil. Mm-hmm. And it was dope. I mean, like people were like super nice. Food was amazing. I mean, I probably had an empanada every single day. But um, <laughs> What else did you eat in Brazil? A lot of steak. Argentina. Ste- bro. Oh, Ar- I thought you said Brazil. I, we went to both. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We went to like the Iguazu Falls. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like, it looks like Avatar, bro. Like, it's, it's insane. <laughs> like, you just go and you're like, oh my God. It's like, waterfalls for like miles. Wow. Yeah, That's it's crazy. Wow. It's dope. But, um, nah, yeah. Definitely, like, I love those those cultures. You went to there. Bimini for spring break? Went to Bimini for spring break one year. That was lit. You speak Spanish. Some Spanish, right? Yeah, a little bit. I can get by like in a like, conversation. Were you talking to people in Argentina? In Argentina, in yeah, yeah. Like I was talking to people. Oh, Brazil's yeah. not Spanish. Yeah, yeah that's so- I, dude. It's so weird because like they're right next to each other and like they kind of sound similar, but yeah. they're completely not different. Same, so like yeah. you try and get by and you're like they're looking at you like dude, I don't know what you're saying, <laughs> and you're they're trying to speak to you and you're like I don't know what you're saying, uh-huh. but you know you learn a couple words here and they're like hello, thank you, stuff like that. So yeah, but, yeah, it was definitely cool. I don't know where my next trip is, though. Right. Gotta figure it out. We've been talking about a couple different places. Gotta go to Europe. Yeah, I've, dude, I still. I Europe so bad. Have to go to Europe. I just wanna go and do the whole, like, Eastern Europe thing. Yeah, same. But, like, Croatia, Greece, like, that area. Those places are so beautiful. I know, right? Oh, my God. I like, I also, like, this summer when I was supposed to go to Oxford, like, all of the history behind that university in particular and stuff. And then you can get to, like, London and stuff in, like, 40 minutes. Like, they have a train and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That would have been sweet. Um, yeah, you were supposed to do that, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, this summer. That I know. Sucks, like some, I know. Yeah. All of the it's all of like the best like philosophers, not all the best, but a lot of some of like the best philosophers in the world like all studied there, like That's you know, cool. learned there. Oh, and Oxford? like same with like a bunch of like American lit authors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And like it has the lar- one of the lar- largest like publishing presses or something like that for like publishing books like yeah. in the world, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the books you'll open up and it'll be like Oxford, Oxford Press, yeah. you know. Um I didn't know that was like actually Oxford. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even put that together. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm making a big, big dumb right now, but I think that's true. <laughs> big dumb. Um, but oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. What's no, up? I was just gonna ask you about like what's going on with you and Amanda's like clothing company. Like, you want oh, to tell yeah. us about that? So, uh, shout out Rare Reflections on Instagram. Rare Reflections. reflections. With a Z. Um, but yeah, so it's basically like this clothing line. We just. I've always wanted to start one, you know, mm-hmm. like that's something I've always just been interested in. I'm always loved clothes. Um, and Amanda was like, well, let's do it. Like, this is the time. Yeah, you know? this is the time. So like, she helped me like, or we like did that together, you know, and just like bouncing ideas off each other. And we're just like, all right, well, tie dye and stuff like that is just, it's super popular right now. And I was like, well, vintage shirts are vintage dope. Vintage shirts are always dope, yeah. So why don't we mix those together? Mm-hmm. And then, it doesn't like necessarily have to be vintage, but um, basically the like concept behind our brand is that each clo- like each piece of clothing, is the only one of its kind. Mm. So it's like if you're gonna wear it, you're the only one that has it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Go about doing that. Do you produce it in a 
factory or do you make it yourself? Dude, we just make it ourselves. Yeah. And you guys do like stain on like some of like the sweatpants mm -hmm. and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so does, is Amanda like in charge of doing that or like do you help out we with both, that? We both kind of split it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of like behind the scenes work going on too, you know, yeah. in terms of like finances and stuff like that. But how's it, how's it been going? Like have you guys been It's been good. Stuff? I mean like so we just had a giveaway recently and we mm -hmm. got 160 followers out of it i know it nice. doesn't sound like much but like just starting dude everything up, helps yeah you know like it's it's kind of dope so and we're like people some, you don't know personally just like just random, random people, people bro. yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. sweet yeah it's dope it's kind of it's kind of nice to see it like see it grow like slowly yeah. but surely but it's got to be really satisfying no it definitely is and then like when people reach out to you and they're like oh like yo this is dope i want to buy this and yeah. it's like that just makes you feel dope yeah is, is, feel, is feel instagram happy. your only like marketplace or you have a website um or? we're working on a website right now okay. so yeah. i mean that's definitely like something very beneficial to have yeah. so yeah it's just working on that and then uh, other than that it's just word of mouth and then instagram so. I feel like you also have like a lot of connections, like whether it's like Taj or like people in Miami and stuff. Right, like you can right. get like kind of like be like, yo, like you want to wear this like one exactly. of the nights or something like that. Yeah, um, exactly. Kind of yeah. get it plugged. And that's kind of like what we've done too is uh, reached out to you know some of our friends who maybe models like or artists or whatever it is, and you know we'll be like here, here's some some merch, right? Some clothes. Yeah. And just like post it for us. Because it's definitely a worthwhile investment. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Like just drop one piece clothing yeah. that you're not gonna make, but like you know you could get who knows how much exactly. from it. And it's like you, you both kind of benefit from it, and then you also build a relationship with those people. So in case they ever blow up or like whatever. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. But right yeah, on. It's been going. It's been going good. Yeah. Right on. All right, either of you guys got any last words? Thinking we're all good. I don't. Thanks so much, Cameron, for coming on. It's been great. Thank yeah, you guys for it was really me. fun. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Awesome. Sure. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>